Rambam, Perak Yud, Mehavosh Tshuva, is the last Perak in Olav HaMadra. It's interesting, he talks about, in Hechus Tshuva, he talks about uh, earlier on the concept of Schaber Arnish, and how the Russian punishes, how he rewards, the Kayak of Bechira, talks about the Zaman of Yemesh Mashiach. And he says, we spoke about reward, he spoke about punishment, Schaber and Arnish, Mishunot. I remember all the already Oysa Mitzvah, Satara, Basic, Bechachmos, Kadesh, Kabul, Abrochus, Aksubus, Patara. So I spoke about Tzaranish, but the person shouldn't say that the reason why I'm motivated to do mitzvahs is because of Tzar. The Ksubrachas of the Torah, Elam Habo, Parish Mavaris. There's Einish, there's Tzalus, there's Kars and Chaylam Habo. Uh, so we start now. Now the definition of tanim, Ram's definition of cotton for us probably is about age seventy or so. You know. When you finally grow up, finally grow up, right? Um, we like to magnify things nowadays. So I, I once told somebody that Shana Rishana lasts for about the first 20 years of marriage. So uh, Rama says we can take Tanim, you know. So uh, that, that's, that's good enough for us. Um, a person is Ovid, Kanesha Kabbalah, Brachas, Aksubas, Person is Ovid Sheskel Chalam Abba. The Raman calls that Avodah Meira. Person is does his parsham Averis. He shouldn't get a punishment. That's Yira. Person is Ovid in order to get benefit. So it's not Ava, but it's it's interesting to call it Yira, right? Um. And then there's Mujerik of Oibet Me'avu. So he doesn't say what Oibet Me'avu is yet. Oibet Me'avu, Halacha Beis, is Oisik Vatera B'mitzvus B'herlech B'nesivus HaChochma L'obim Ne'davrash B'olam L'obim Ne'yiras HaRo'ah B'lokinei Lirash HaTayva Al'oiso Emes M'nei Shu Emes V'soi V'tabu Lobo B'chla M'maylazu M'ala G'derla Ad M'oid it's and it's not pushed to get it. So that's what you see what he said before. It's only the the Ameorit and the and the Nashim and the Katanim. And then he says, but not not every Chacham gets this Madrega, so there's, there's somewhere in the middle. <laughs> And then the Ramam goes and push it to like he, he, his language is Rav Yerucham writes one place and says that the people that said about the Ramam, the Ramam was a philosopher 
He says, you read some of the language of the Ram, you realize he's not a philosopher. He might be a person who knows philosophy, but you can't call him a philosopher. He talks about such a, such a concept. Yira, Hutner talks about when he, that the, the idea of Yira is built on the idea that there's a gap. There's a limitation of myself vis-a-vis the, 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 that individual. The most that I give, maybe now some of you heard it already, a person is walking down the street late at night, dark alleyway, all by himself, and he meets a guy with, who's 300 pounds, two bats in each hand. He's very scared. Right? Why? Because he's aware of his limitation vis-a-vis that fellow. He's limited. Let's say he's 50 pounds with three bats in each hand. He's not scared because he has no limitations vis-a-vis that individual. So the Nukun of Tzimtzum, that I'm Tzimtzum, I'm withdrawing in some sense as the meat of Yira. Rehutner writes this to explain how it's shy, by Kodesh Baruch the concept of Yira, the Rosh it has the concept of Yira as well. Not that he's afraid, that he's aware of the limitation. He's aware of the gap. The sort of Abba is that a person wants to remove that gap and he wants to connect to the, to the other individual, the other being. A person is Ovid Megira. The bottom line, it's about myself. I'm scared of an earnest. I want to get benefit. It's about me. A person who's Ovid Meava, the concept of Abba is I want to break down that barrier to myself and that other being. It's not about me anymore. I want that. I want to connect to that. If a person can do the mitzvahs and do the mitzvahs perfectly, etc., but the goal is I want to get a lamhaba. So deep down, what you're really doing is saying you're not serving Kadosh Baruch Hu, you're serving yourself. You want benefits. So I can get benefits, a lot of money. I can get benefits and get covered. I can get benefits of lamhaba. But it's about me. So I'm seeing myself as a distinct entity from a Kaddish Baruch Hu, which I have needs and I have wants and I have desires and I want to fulfill my needs, my wants and my desires. I'm an intelligent person and I realize the best way to get my needs, my wants and my desires is by serving a Kaddish Baruch because that's the best benefits I can get. But I'm living in a world which is, I'm very, very aware of myself as being distinct from a Kaddish Baruch the world of Abba is, I want to break that barrier to myself and I want to clasp, I, I want to grasp a Baruch Hu. I want to connect to him. It's not about me anymore. I, I, would, I would, as it were, almost want to lose myself with it. That midah, Torah refers to the, the Hebrew of Adam Adam so I also started referring to them, a very physical Hebrew. But why is it called Das? Why is it that Hebrew called Deya? Because if it's really about you, I want to know you. I want to get to know you. It's not about me. It's about you. So I want to know you. I want to understand you. I want to... Everything about you is important to me. You become the goal. Not me. So it's not shaykh, a real Hebrew between a husband and a wife, if the goal is himself. 
He wants to be in this chaver. He wants to understand that other being. So the Ramam says that the Nakuda of Abba, the Kodesh Baruch Hu, is the Nakuda of Das of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. We can't know Kodesh Baruch Hu in a physical sense. But we want to understand him. The same way we want to understand that other person, that's when I try my goal to separate, to, to minimize the, 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 the distinctiveness between the two of us. Because I want to get to know you. I want to reach beyond myself to be miscarbered to you. I want to do the same with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Is this the Ramas that describes what it means to learn Torah? The goal of learning Torah is I want to understand Kaddish Baruch Hu revealed his mind to us as much as he wants us to know. We can't know Kaddish Baruch Hu intimately, the reality of Kaddish Baruch Hu, it's beyond the human mind to comprehend. But we can, as much as he wants us to know about him, that he allowed us to know about him. I want to know that. Because I made my goal, not, it's not about me, it's about him. It's about that connection that I want with him. How do you connect? So we say, you know, we don't understand what it means learning, how learning is a connection. If learning is just reading words, you're right. It's very hard to understand what the connection is. The same way, Tell the person's in that situation. The person understands what does it mean to getting to know somebody is really a, form, a vehicle of connection. Any person who's made a, a close relationship with a friend understands that the only way you really connect them is when you start to understand them. You move beyond your needs and your wants and your interests and you start thinking about, about them. And then you feel a connection. Because if you don't, there's always a barrier and it's called you. You're the barrier. Because it's about you, it can't, you never can really connect with the other person. To do what they say for Rambam Lozhar, Rambam Lozhar says that the loyalim person should learn Torah Shalom Dishma Hashem Tach Shalom Dishma Bal Dishma. He says, in the midst of the Shalom Dishma comes the Dishma. So, the Shalom Dishma is motivation. Why am I sitting down to learn? Because it's a mitzvah. I'm scared of getting punished. 
I want to get reward, I want to get covered, whatever the motivation is. That's what the that's how I get the Yitzhahara onto my side. The Yitzhahara is saying, learn, and the Yitzhahara is saying, learn, we're, we're in good business. The Yitzhahara says, if you learn, you can get a lot of cover. The Yitzhahara says, you learn, so learn. So both are in agreement, so we sit down to learn. But if the person's go while he's learning, if he's thinking as he's learning, covet, 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 it's not going to work. If the if the Shmuel was how you walked in the door, peer pressure, I'm going to get covered, I'm going to be, but if I don't learn, I'm going to be considered one of the guys which are like, you know, second class. Learn first class. It's also a form of covet. It's peer pressure. You learn, I hang around people which are good people, and therefore I want to be part of that. Those are all motivations. Those are kosher motivations. But when I sit down, I say, I, I, I need to know this. Why do I need to know this? Why is it important to know this? What am I doing? Why am I spending my time handling the, 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 exactly how, how Shini works? Well, Kodesh Baruch Hu thought it was important enough to spend time talking about Shini. Are you going to have Tifa Havanas in the getter of, you know, the uh, philosophical concepts by learning about Shina? I, I hope not. You know, I'm sure there's people who could do that. You know. they, they get you scared when you do those type of things. <laughs> but the Russian set up, set up a Bria. And he set up a Bria a certain way and he wants it to function a certain way. I don't know why exactly. But I want to know what it is. Because if it's important to him, it's important to me. And he did it for me, so for sure it's important to me. But I, I, I want to know. I've said this story over, um, this Torah on the story. It's a famous maestro with the Salanta. He was traveling together with another Adam Gadol. And um, they came to an inn. The woman recognized the two Gadolim, Salanta, this other person. So the, the, in, the innkeeper herself uh, served them as opposed to having the regular you know, the, the wait staff. And at the end, when it came time to pay, so they, they, the, 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 she said, no, please, please, Rebbe, it was my excuse to be able to serve you. Please don't, I don't want any payments. While they were there, so Solanta was conversed with her very much about how her business was going, and she talked about, you know, they, these places were, were some were, were quite desolate, they were all by, out by themselves, and they had their own cows and their own chickens and goats, and they had vegetable gardens, you know, she talked about the, the problems with the chickens and problems with the goats and the cows and the garden, and, and so Salanta was just talking with her about it, etc. And the was, the other person was thinking and learning, etc. They walk out, and so Salanta turns to the person who was with them and says, I think you have a shalom with Gzela. He says, so what's the Gzela? So you didn't pay for your meal? Says, she said she doesn't want me to pay. He says, you don't understand. She said that because here was a person who was of such stature who was interested in her. I paid her with interest. But you ignored her. So how did you pay her? That's the mice. So one of my had the aura. So how do you understand the mice on yourself slanter's part? So all them go to whatever he's right. So possibly this. Of an MS. He couldn't care less about her chickens and her goats and her cows and her garden and all state. 
he was a very wonderful person, Mr. Salanter, and he, and he made her feel good. So that's going to does. She thought that Mr. Salanter was interested in hearing about her cows and goats, and he really couldn't care less about her cows and goats. She's over going to does. He says, it's a toast. Mr. Salanter was saying, you're important to me. You remember, you're Yid, you're Yid, you're a you're human being. You're important to me. So what's important to you is also important to me. So he was actually interested in her cows and her kachkalach and all of the zatim. The tzigalach and the kachkalach and the kiyalach. He wanted to know. That taka was very special. Talk about this with the chassanim. So the you know the husband comes home and the wife wants to talk about her day. So she talks about this problem in the house and that thing in the house. And the guy says, "Oh my gosh, I, you know, like this, is whatever." It's like it's not his world. It's a toast. She's important to you. Good. So what's important there is also important to you. Ah, you those things that really don't, aren't really important to you. They're, just, they're not like you know it's enough to me to say. Who cares? Like, like you're mufka from that world. But now you're not coming from the world because it's important to someone who's important to you. It's important to them. Okay, to make it a little more mutam, right? So the kid comes home from cheder, right? You know, the kid comes home from school. They tell, they're telling his parents about you know the project they did in school. So the mothers are great, you know. They're just, oh my gosh, that's so exciting, that's so wonderful. Wow, yeah. And the father's saying like you know like man, it's just so boring. This kid's doing this this project, you know. The project's not important to me. The whole thing is like you know it's clearly kinderspiel. It's like ridiculous stuff, you know, like you know. You're not going to raise kids. You're not going to be able to, your child's important to you, and this and his madrega and who he is is important to him. It's important to you. It's important to Hashem that Shini is kinda, Shini is not kinda, Mechoigas. It's important to him. He put in the Torah. I don't know why, but I want to know what it says, because it's, it's important to him. Kalbochar when he put in the Torah for me. I want to know what he said. Why? Because he said it. That's why I'm sitting to learn. The Bershom found it important enough to write this, this, this din in, in, in the Torah, to give this din over to Chazal. I need to know what it says. The Chassan writes his letter to his Kala, and he writes about some idea, whatever it is, and she's not sure what it says. She's not going to sleep. I need to know what it says. Why? Because it's important to my chosen. And that, that my chosen is sharing part of who he is in this thought. I want to know what he says. It's important to me to know that. I want to read it again. Because I enjoy reading the words of my chosen. The words are him. It's part of him, his being being expressed in this letter. It's fascinating to me. It's important to me. It's challenging to me. I need to, I, I, I can't let it go. That's what I'm saying. That's, it's not about me anymore. Right? You can imagine a person who was, who was about myself. Well, where are the letters that talk about me? And what's the message he's saying about me? And how is it better for me? And what's my benefit for me? Like, nobody reads a letter from the Chosun like that. Guys, guys, we read a letter from the cow like that, but that's a different issue. Right? That's part of the challenge.
I need to know what the Torah says. It's important. I want to know exactly how to do it. And I want to, I want to get reward for, do, for learning. The Bershaw expressed himself in the Torah. That's what it means, Lishma. But you should know, yes, you need to go through a process of Shalom Lishma until you come to Lishma. So the person starts, Chaim Moshe says, when the person starts learning, whatever the motivation is. But as he's learning, he's, he's tasting the fact that this, this is the person talking. It becomes a Bershom, it's about a Bershom at that moment. It's Metach Shalom Lishma, Baal Lishma. But he writes, it's only because you sat down with the awareness of who's talking in the letter. So when you start to learn, the first words are, Why, who, who's, who said this? Rishalmi says, Omer Mar, Omer Morashal Oilam. That's who Omer Mar is. The master of the world said this. Not Rab and not Shmuel and not Rabbi Kiva. The Barsham said this. Rab and Shmuel are the vehicle for the Barsham's Dibur. He says a lot when he would learn, learn, learn the Gemara, he would put a Kodesh into the picture. First mission by Metziah. Shem Ha'ekhzim, Amar Kodesh Baruch Hu, Yachloitu. Yachloitu. It's a famous thing. It's a case in Besden, you know. It's a great, it's an intelligent idea. It's a particular. Amar Kodesh Baruch Hu, Yachloitu. The Russian was talking. He's saying, Yachloitu. Not Rebbe, not Rameyer, Stam Mishnah, not the Chachamim versus Sumchus. The Kodesh Baruch Hu is saying, Yachloitu. So this this works. You can come and touch on the body shma when at least you're, you're living with an awareness that you're learning a kaddish baruch Torah. And then there's a moment where it's not about you anymore. It's about knowing what a kaddish baruch said. So we, so, Rechaim Velosh and Rechaim Velosh. I have to tell you, you know, he, like, he was a litvach. You know, he wasn't like this mushy chassid. You know, he's a litvach. And he says before a person sits down to learn, a person has to learn a few, 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 few minutes of year, which means year means an awareness of a Kaddish Boroku before you start learning. This Kashmir is you, you need, uh, I think it's uh, five minutes to every eight hour, uh, every nine hours of learning. You learn for five minutes of Musr. Every nine, uh, you have a nine hour straight Seder, so that, that works. Um, I think the shorter the Seder is, the more you, more Musa you need to learn. <laughs> then he says, he says, and you should become so inspired by it that it should last you. But if, as you're learning, somewhere along the way, you, you feel like you've lost that fire of inspiration, you should uh, pause and learn some Musa in the middle to get you back to that inspiration. Most of most of us have never been inspired. Never felt that the idea where we're sort of like the, the, the fire is running out. But that's what it means to learn. It means a person sits in yeshiva. There's a, what they're doing. 
Balabas, sister learns his, his time, Bakr learns his time. We're learning Kodesh Baruch's Torah. The Russian wrote us a love letter. He wrote us a letter where, where he expressed his, his desire for the Bria. He expressed what, what's important to him. He expressed how he envisions the, the life going. Right? The Chassan's writing, he's describing in glowing terms what their house is going to look like and what they're going to do and how, what they're going to accomplish and how he wants to set it up and what the plans are. That's what we're reading. So a person understands that the only way I can be in this conversation is I get, get out of myself into, into his mind. And the plea is the Rosh allows us an insight into his mind. Now, if a person does that enough, you start thinking, you start getting his mind. Extraordinary accomplishment for a human being. That's the most thing of Das Torah. That a person has Das, he's connected to Torah. He's das Torah. He's connected to Torah. He, he starts seeing the world through the prism of a Kodesh Baruch Hu's eyes. Because the Bresham was Megala. How to look at the world. What's important in the world. There are certain Gemores you could learn. You could shigal Mosaddik sometimes. Rucham says, I've said this over, Rucham says that you're learning, you're learning, you're learning, comes up again and again. You said a bilis, the concept of bilis. A person's a bilis in something you can't take away from him. Why do I should make a rule with bilis? Why is bilis so important? So there shouldn't be bilis. Communism, there's no bilis. Everything belongs to everybody. And it's theoretically. Sounds like a beautiful idea. Doesn't sound so good, this idea that I have my thing, you have your things. Capitalism is a trefazach, you know. Mm-hmm. Ask any, any leftist, right? You know? Socialism is the best thing. It sounds beautiful on paper. Rabbi Ruchim writes that he predicted the demise of, 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 of the Soviet Union. So the Bershom, why the Bershom put Bible in the Bria? Mm-hmm. It's because the Bershom gave us things that they're ours so we can then use them to be mates to others. If it's not yours, you're, never, you're, not, you're not a mate to it. It's, you're not giving of yourself. The Bershom made man like a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Kodesh Baruch Hu is, is a mate to He takes of himself and he gives. We have to have to be able to give. So the purpose isn't the having, the, have, the having of the Hekel so to be giving. When you create a society where you have no haves, you never givers. That's just, that society will self-destruct. It will become a society of takers. So you're right. And eventually that's going to self-destruct. So yes, you can talk a little piece of... When your mind starts to tune to what the Kodesh Baruch was doing, you start seeing a, a Yisoyed and Chayim from a Sugi of a Mitzvah because you're attuned to what the Russian is saying, how to look at the Bria. It's an extraordinary thought process. So I don't think he sat down by the Gemara and he said, okay, let's think how we can figure out this Gemara should be Muslim, because I can say Muslim was out of it. That's not what happened. 
He's learning a sugi and he's seeing, my gosh, bylus, bylus, bylus. So the next step, what does Alamdan ask? Why? Why is there bylus? Where'd it come from? Moore says, Swarahi. What's the Swara? That's Alamdan. That's Tosayil in a sugi. So we go back to the letter and we look at the letter and we read it once, we read it twice and we start getting it. We start getting what the letter is saying. The letter is very big and very long and very frustrating sometimes. We ask for help. Dear Chosim, please explain this to me. I don't understand. So that's Tfilas. Meshiv used to talk about that all the time. He says, there's no feel like we have this anywhere in all the davening about the importance of understanding Torah. Avinu, ha'ov, ha'rachem, ha'rachem, rachem, aleinu, kevaldu, Because I can't live. This is my love. The Ramam says, the person is lovesick. He possibly can't get out of his mind. That's what the Raman describes. That's the Raman. That's the Raman. The Raman can't write this if he didn't feel this. He wasn't a philosopher. He knew philosophy. But he was walking around with a tremendous Avas Hashem, the desire to know a Kaddish to understand what the Bershom has to give to me. And the vehicle of, of Ava is understanding. Our society thinks the vehicle of Ava is physicality. And the Torah B'davka says that the one mice of physicality, the Torah describes as Lashon of, of, of Yediyah. It's, it's an expression, it's all, a via, it's all part of a process of understanding, getting outside of my own head into somebody else's head. We don't start like this. We start with young kids, uh, very self-centered, very egocentric. You know, so you know, I'm I'm, re- I'm really uh, scared. I'm tired. I'm hungry. You know, it's, it's one o'clock in the morning, and I'm just crying my head off. You know, it's a, it's, it's you know, it's felt to keep it up aim. You know, so right now it's the lack of chesed. You know, your mother's trying to sleep, and you're crying your head off. You know, so you can't sleep. The kid never, it's very hard. I say, you give the kid a mustachim, it's felt the chesed, it's felt the give it up, aim, you need to go, you know. It doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Right? He doesn't understand the language. It's about himself. It's a very hard thing. It's, he's gaining possession of what it means to be a self. The greatness is that once you have a self, to give it away. But you can't give away a self if you don't have a self to start with. So he's given a, a very strong sense of self. 
And through the relationship that he develops, the child develops, he or she develops. They start learning, have an awareness of others. And that's the process of Chinuch. What's the difference between a cotton and a gadol? A gadol is somebody, we think about, <coughs> just finish with this thought, right? And we use the same word for a child who's 13 years old as a person who is the God of Israel. What do they have in common? That they're not living from the self anymore. A cotton lives with the world of Achrayas. A cotton is able to be an Av. He's not a cotton anymore, he's a God. That process is called Bardas. He's moved from the world where he's self centered to start being aware of others. You look at all the G'dayalim, we, we touch them up as G'dayalim, the reason we look at this G'dayalim is because they're people who were aware of others. They lived a life not about themselves. They lived a life about others. They had a Havana in others. They had awareness of others. They got it. Oh my gosh, that's a Godel. God doesn't call Yisrael is this. Saddam says that Ketanim live a world that they do it for their own purpose. It's about them. So, halachically, you become a gadol at the age of 13. Practically, you become a gadol when your focus in life is not you anymore. And if the primary function of your life is between you and a Kaddish Baruch and it's about your reward or your punishment, it's still about you, you're still a katan. And not halachically. But you haven't matured to the point where you're living with the of the world, and I want to get to know him. There's a, a spouse, and I want to get to know her. There's a friend, and I want to get to know them. There's a child, and I want to get to understand them. We're called upon this all the time, again and again and again, to move from the world of cottonness to the world of godless. And that's a process which Ram describes as the process of Ava, as opposed to the process of Yira, which is all, all about my needs and my interests. Rama says if we can do that, we can do it visiting Kadosh Baruch Hu, we're to learn Tarali Shema. And a person who learns Tarali Shema, he's, that's Malas Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu lived the world all about giving to others. He was aware of others. And immediately he was aware of a Kadosh Baruch Hu. And he found the Kadosh Baruch Hu in the Bible without the Rishim telling him how to, how to find them. That's how much he was aware. That clarity of understanding of a Bria that it's a Kodesh Baruch who is, I want to get to know him, a Ram Oyavi. We're the 8 o'clock of a Ram. We have Shaykhs to that concept. It's just a process that we need to work on. Every time you learn a piece of Gomorrah, that's really what you're doing. We need to stop a moment before we start to learn and just think about that. And then we can talk and use the vehicle of learning as a vehicle to become more aware of a Kodesh Baruch in the Bria and our lives in the Torah, etc.